Listen, there's a great work to be done. As soon as you win this court battle, you must deliver this message. Take advantage of this opportunity and declare a powerful message to this world. He expects more of us. He believes we can do more. Who's going to stop Christ? Who's going to stop Christ from getting this work done? This is Behind the Work. Welcome to Behind the Work. I'm Grant Turgeon. Last week, I had a chance to step in and help out at a couple different clubs here on the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus in Edmond, Oklahoma. Last Monday, I filled in as the acting assistant director of the Edmond Spokesman Club. And then on Thursday, I went to the Philadelphia Club meeting and oversaw the meeting. And so just a couple of really great clubs, and it got me thinking about how God's church and God's work are full of all kinds of different clubs. And really, depending on your definition of club, there could be a lot more clubs in the work than we might realize. I mean, really, every congregation in the church could be considered a club. The church itself could be considered a club. Imperial Academy and Armstrong College could be considered clubs. There are a bunch of clubs or classes within each of those educational institutions as well. We have clubs in IA such as sign language and chess and future fathers and husbands, future Uh, mothers and wives, clubs, all kinds of clubs, clubs everywhere. Now, obviously, clubs benefit the people who are attending, the members of those clubs, but they benefit other people as well. For example, the Spokesman Club meeting on Monday invited local teenagers, so IA students attended that club meeting and that club of course was an inspiration to those young people and it was a benefit to them as well even though they are not actual members of the club. So I thought I'd just give a little bit of background about these two clubs that I got to attend and be a part of last week, Spokesman Club and Philadelphia Club. And then just get into this idea of clubs in general and how really they benefit a whole lot of people, not just the members themselves. Now, Spokesman Club in God's Church began in 1953. Herbert W. Armstrong, who founded the Worldwide Church of God, started Ambassador College in 1947. And... Before that, for almost 20 years, he was the only full-time minister in God's church. In the entire Philadelphia church era, the six of seven church eras in Revelation chapters 2 and 3, Mr. Armstrong was the only full-time minister. Almost two decades all by himself. And so, God's college was a great way for God to train more leaders within his church. Mr. Armstrong said that he needed help. 
He needed trained, qualified, honest, called servants. Now, Ambassador Club began in 1953. So not too long after Ambassador College began in 1947. And then in 1956, Ambassador Club began spreading to local congregations. So finally, Spokesman Club began to reach beyond the college and into the rest of the worldwide church of God, into God's church as well. And this club really did impact the entire church in a major way. In the Spokesman Club manual, Mr. Armstrong wrote, the value and importance of your Spokesman Club to you and to God's work is beyond evaluating. He continued in that Spokesman Club manual, nearly all the leaders in God's great work, in God's church, perhaps every one, has received a great part of his training in an ambassador club at Ambassador College or in a spokesman club at his local church. It means development and growth as a man, as a husband, as a father. In addition to development and growth in spiritual character and in ability to serve as a begotten son of God. So this really goes far beyond learning how to speak in public. Obviously, Spokesman Club helps us with delivering a formal speech and delivering different kinds of speeches and developing different speaking techniques. But really, it's about being a man, a husband, and a father. It's about representing the kingdom of God. This is the first purpose that Mr. Armstrong laid out for Spokesman Club, representing the kingdom of God. Secondly, character development. Thirdly, leadership qualities. And finally, in last place, speaking effectively. Those were the purposes that Mr. Armstrong said Spokesman Club would fulfill. Now, what other speaking club in the entire world has those types of purposes and those priorities? Really, any other speaking club would just be about learning how to speak. And that is in fourth place when it comes to Spokesman Club in God's church. What a fascinating way to operate this club. Now, one thing... I've noticed about the many different clubs within God's church is they all have a different format or structure. They're all operated in different ways and that's fine. Notice first Corinthians chapter 12. We'll read verses five and six and there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord and there are diversities of operations but it is the same God who works all in all. So yes, there may be different administrations, different people in charge of the different clubs. There may be diversities of operations. So maybe different people decide to do things 
in slightly different ways. And yet the same God oversees all of these different clubs within his work. And that's how we can know that it will really work out well. Verse seven says, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. So God's Holy Spirit flows within these different clubs and everyone benefits, not just the club members, but everyone in the entire church, all of the supporters of God's work benefit from these various clubs. And we'll continue to reinforce that point. So we gave a little bit of background about Spokesman Club. Now, Mr. Gerald Flurry has really strongly continued the tradition began by Mr. Armstrong regarding Spokesman Club. Many, many years ago, Mr. Flurry would attend clubs back to back. One club, one Spokesman Club would meet. And then a different spokesman club would meet right after. And Mr. Flurry would stay for both meetings. And obviously this went pretty late into the night. And this was something that supercharged Mr. Flurry's life. He loved being around men of like mind, being inspired by their speeches and by the leadership of the ministry involved. He loved learning how to speak and how to lead and how to be a man from these spokesman club meetings. And so to this day, there is a strong tradition of spokesman club meetings in different congregations around the world. Now, the other club that I was a part of last week is called Philadelphia Club. This was established back in 2006. And the purpose of this club is to make service opportunities happen in the Edmond congregation. Now, back then, the Edmond congregation of the PCG was around 250. Today, it is finally over 400. We just recently surpassed 400 members in the Edmund congregation of the Philadelphia Church of God. And so this club, Philadelphia Club, makes service opportunities happen. It is a proactive club. See a need, fill the need. There is organization within the club. There are different officers that take care of different responsibilities. And it is all arranged to assist the deacons. Now we have several deacons in the congregation. And they are in charge of all the different physical service opportunities here in Edmond. But they need a lot of help. When, we, when you have three deacons for over 400 people, that's a lot of people to serve. And so then the Philadelphia Club, I believe, is around 100 members. So those three deacons can harness the manpower of 100 Philadelphia Club members or so 
and they can really get a lot done in service to this congregation. Now, Mr. Wick Hirmo was the club director back in 2006 when Philadelphia Club began. And he said, these events are not just to give people something to do, but to give them the attention they need. Now, mainly, the club focuses on serving the, the elderly in the congregation. There's something like 12 different groups that, are, that have different group leaders that all serve a particular senior or a senior couple. And they regularly call their senior and around once a month they will visit or do an activity with their senior. And obviously this has to be done in a way that the senior will appreciate most seniors probably don't want to go bike riding for an entire Sunday. That's not the type of activity that the Philadelphia club would arrange for the seniors to be a part of. The service has to be done in a way that the seniors will enjoy. And so a lot of the times seniors need help with yard work. They need help with cleaning up around their house Sometimes they just want to be kept company. They want someone to talk to. And, and really, these clubs provide a lot. They give a lot of support to the people, to the seniors. And then any other type of activity going on in the Edmond congregation, it seems like the Philadelphia Club is always there, always helping out the deacons to make sure that everything runs well. This really, this club really is uh, a lot of fun. I've been a part of it over the years and had the chance to serve different seniors and help to set up and tear down for different activities in the congregation and just help to reach out and really build bonds within God's family. Notice here, still in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 says, For as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. So God's church is the body of Christ, and it's one body. Yes, there are hundreds of us in Edmond. Yes, there are thousands of us around the world, but we're all a part of one body. And that's how united we need to be. And so many of these clubs within God's church exist to unify and strengthen the body of Christ. Of course, the members develop. Of course, the members benefit and are blessed for being part of these various clubs. But then so many other people receive blessings as a result of these clubs as well. Philadelphia Club is a blessing to the congregation. Spokesman Club is a blessing to the entire church where it produces so many leaders and so many strong men 
who can then build up their families and build up their congregations. And everyone backs Mr. Flurry as he delivers a warning message to the world. And strong men are able to deliver strong support to God's work. Now, this concept of clubs serving their fellow man goes back a very long time. It's probably just about as old as human beings themselves. But I know for a fact that one such club was established in 1727 by Benjamin Franklin in Philadelphia. And his club was titled the Junto. It was called the Junto. And this was a club for mutual improvement that met on Friday evenings. And these men were pretty well educated. They read a lot. They wanted to learn from each other and strengthen each other. And Benjamin Franklin wrote a list of questions for the Junto. And this could help guide the discussions at their different meetings. And he, he wrote out 24 questions here that could serve as a framework for the meetings of the Junto. And number 11 was, do you think of anything at present in which the Junto may be serviceable to mankind, to their country, to their friends, or to themselves? You see, the Junto was probably, it wasn't very many people. I believe it was a dozen or more, maybe got up to about 50. I'm pretty sure it didn't get too much bigger than that. But this club, the Junto, had the goal to serve mankind if possible. Now that goes far beyond their own families. That goes far beyond the city of Philadelphia. And they were thinking about the entire world serving the world through their club. Notice number 13 on Benjamin Franklin's list of club questions for the Junto. Do you know of any deserving young beginner lately set up whom it lies in the power of the Junto any way to encourage? Again, Spokesman Club here in Edmond last Monday hosted 10 teenagers. These were some deserving young beginners and they had a chance to be encouraged by Spokesman Club to learn from the examples of the older men. And they were encouraged to speak with all of us about our experiences because all of us have been teens before, believe it or not. All the men at club have gone through that teenage period, fraught with uncertainty, perhaps a bit of humbling correction here and there, a number of perhaps embarrassing mistakes, and yet we all survived the teen years and lived to tell about it. And so those young people who attended Spokesman Club with us last Monday can speak with all of us and they can learn a lot from our experiences. And hopefully they did come away encouraged by that evening. 
some very interesting speeches that night, by the way. They learned about hydroponics versus aquaponics, which are different ways of having an indoor garden, basically. They learned about Ferrari versus Lamborghini. They learned about the poison of greed in consumerism today. They learned about how they should be taught from Bible prophecy and world events because that will turn them into men. Knowing about the world around them, knowing what the Bible says is going to happen. That's part of a manly education for those teen boys. So really just a lot for these teenagers to take in at Spokesman Club last Monday. A really, really encouraging night. Now, what's really fascinating here about this list of questions from Benjamin Franklin for his club, the Junto, numbers 16 through 21. So that's six questions in a row are about helping each other. The members of the Junto helping each other. If one member of the Junto is attacked and their reputation is slandered, the rest of the Junto jumps to their defense. If one member of the Junto wants friendship with someone else, and needs a, a good connection, the Junto could provide it. Anytime one member needs something, all the other members rally around that man and help him out. Number 20 of this list of questions. In what manner can the Junto assist you in any of your honorable designs? Number 21, have you any weighty affair in hand in which you think the advice of the Junto may be of service? So these clubs go far beyond just having a good time for a couple hours. Whether it's Spokesman Club, Philadelphia Club, Imperial Academy, Armstrong College, all the other clubs within the church, our different congregations, the church as a whole, we meet all the time for Bible studies and Sabbath services. That's a form of a club if you want to call it that. But we're not just there to have a good time. Everyone benefits from these different clubs. This, Benjamin Franklin knew that back in 1727 when he founded the Junto. He knew that the Junto could help its members. He knew that it could help families, their community, and all mankind. Very interesting how many clubs are in God's work today. And even if different people are in charge of those different clubs, even if they operate in somewhat different ways, God is overseeing all of it. And that's what makes it all operate so well. Again, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, this time verse 14. For the body is not one member, but many. And it goes on and talks about, we all need feet. We all need hands. We need ears and eyes. Different members of the body performing different roles. And yet we're all part of the same body. 
We're all part of the same club, the same junto. We're all pushing toward the same goal of supporting this work and speeding the return of Jesus Christ to this earth to set up the kingdom of God. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 12 p.m. Central Time.